Hello and welcome to uh, yet another episode of Fresh Off the Boat. This is uh, our podcast series uh, in the light of COVID. We wanted to make sure that our students who are currently in college or currently planning to go to college uh, can communicate and hear stories of students I've known over the last two decades. Uh, today's guest is Yashodhara Kundra. She graduated from Lamartnia for Girls in Kolkata in 2016. And then she chose to uh, attend Beloit University. Uh, or is it college? College, yeah. Beloit College. It's a liberal arts college and chose to study uh, psychology and creative writing. So we'll get to know about your journey. So the first question, Yashodhara, to you is, mm -hmm. did you have other overlap schools you were considering when you were admitted? And how was the Beloit choice uh, like for you? And did it meet your expectations? Mm. Yes. So this is one thing that I think I have a definite answer for by now. So I did apply to, you know, a lot of small liberal arts schools in the Midwest. In the beginning, you know, like Knox and Grinnell and all of those. But my final two that I ended up with were Beloit College and the College of Worcester. Um, a lot of it was based on the kind of communication I'd had with the like faculty and staff of the college. So I still like remember all the names and like the faces of the people who I met because um, it really mattered to me at that point because I was on a different continent completely. I couldn't visit these colleges. And the only way I had to choose was to put a face to the names I was seeing over email. Um, and yeah, I guess in the end, that's why I ended up choosing Beloit because of the online community that I'd already met before choosing my college. Uh, you know, they had a really nice um, Facebook group where everybody was talking to each other, introducing each other, um, to professors and everything even. So yeah, I think the personal connect really made me choose the right over Worcester. Um, and then, yeah, uh, when I got there, it was not exactly what I had imagined, but over the years, I started to find things that, that I definitely am glad, that made me feel like I'm glad that I went there instead of the other place. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the setting, Beloit College, uh, you know, the vision you have of leafy uh, campuses, uh, small liberal arts schools, um, and what's the setting like? What's uh, it to live not just on campus, but around campus? Right. So Beloit is a small um, town. First of all, it's about an hour and a half from Chicago. Um, it's not a very big town, but it has a good amount of like the population is a good amount. And our campus is a small residential campus and everything is very close uh, together. Um, it's, it's a very pretty campus. And recently we had a powerhouse built, which has been in the news and stuff a lot because it's a, a big building with like a lot of game rooms and this and that. So it's, it's, been, a, it's been a good place to live in. And you know, there's like a bus system that connects us to Chicago. So if you want on the weekends and stuff, you can go uh, visit Chicago, go downtown. And these buses are also directly connect to other big cities in the Midwest. So Madison, Milwaukee and everything. So you can go there. Uh, and the downtown area is, uh, yeah, it really caters to what students want. So there's small cafes around. Um, there's, you know, an organic grocery store. It's called Bushel and Peck. 
and there's also like a really cute um cafe called um flying pig where you get bubble tea and stuff so i guess that really sits well with the international students that that come there yeah and residence halls yeah residence halls are really nice too super so settling in was not a problem you sort of uh, found friends or was it was it something different for you yeah well i think for me it went in a reverse order i did make a lot of friends online before i went there and i did meet up with a lot of them you know when i first went and like the first week was confusing i was exhausted because i was meeting everybody in person and what i realized was that sometimes making friends has to be a more organic process where you know sometimes people you just meet online they don't turn out to be what you expected them to be and as time passed you know the first few weeks people started to form their own groups and everything and i accidentally met my best friend you know we ended up being roommates and like sorority sisters and everything over the past like two years we've lived together for two years now so i guess yeah it was it was exciting it was a surprising process i think making friends and with the settling in i think the biggest um, the biggest issue i guess i had was not realizing that i could be homesick because i was so excited to leave and i was always prepared for it like when in india you know you want to study abroad you start preparing at a young age for it so we take the sats we take like psats and everything so when i thought when i would finally get there i would just be glad you know i wouldn't worry about what's going on back home but after a while it did start to hit me that okay you know um i'm isolated i'm very far away and if there's something that if i want to go home i can't just go home so i guess in the first few weeks i was still dealing with that emotion and it took me a while to like realize that it's okay it doesn't make you weak in any way if you like miss home and miss your family and everything yeah that well said i think uh, it's the social adaptability curve in a new environment and mm -hmm. everyone has to go through that and you did it in your own with your own strengths so that's mm -hmm. super uh, switching gears to academics uh, so tell us your journey did you go decided into your major and what all did you explore since it's a liberal arts school i'm sure there are amazing opportunities to learn different things not just mm -hmm. from the classes you sign up for but from even the conversations you have with your friends Mm -hmm. uh, what is it about Beloit? What is it well known for? What is it that you chose? Yeah, so the thing is that when I was younger, I was terrified of math. So part of me was always like, I just want to go into something where I don't have to do math. And trying to avoid that, I ended up taking psychology in school. Um, and I ended up loving it. So I sort of went decided uh, into college, you know, that I want to do psychology. um but I ended up doing creative writing with it because of my passion for literature and stories and everything and that's one good thing about liberal arts and how flexible it is um it was a lot of coursework having two majors you know so i had to meet the requirements for both of them but i think i got a good amount of knowledge out of it uh and talking about what's good at beloit i feel like um you know the basic things a liberal arts school uh one of the reasons i chose to go to one is because i thought it would be good if i could directly interact with my professors be in smaller classrooms you know it it actually really benefited me i feel because when i was in a classroom um you know even outside i could just walk up to my professor to ask questions or sometimes you know we just bond over our um you know 
research interests that overlap and we just informally start doing a project or paper you know um this way actually i got uh, started doing this project it was called uh, decolonizing psychology uh which, which we actually got funding for we just started with uh, a conversation where i brought up to my professor that hey i feel like we just keep using the same examples of mostly white psychologists white neo psychologists you know so we started looking for a database of psychologists from around the world that we could use so just like that i feel like the good thing about deloitte is that sometimes big things come out of just small classroom conversations um and yeah i i feel like that's something that really uh, enhances my learning so if you were to look at tracks in psychology and you have a senior year requirement maybe a thesis or essays to submit presentations mm-hmm. uh how did you decide and what is available first of all for a layman for a student who's just thinking of psychology uh in high school what is it what are the different tracks that are available at a school like deloitte okay so at deloitte psychology specifically um they design uh major requirements based on um so what you get is a little bit of everything you need to go to graduate school for psychology so you start off with introduction and then you have to do some courses in social psychology some courses in cross cultural psychology some in developmental psychology and then a, some statistics classes and then um the main abnormal psychology classes where you learn about personality about personality disorders about psychotherapy and stuff and i guess uh, the higher you go um the more um specific things get um so what you can do is actually there's some courses where you get a choice between you can take either um childhood development or um cross cultural uh, psychology methods you know to tailor like tailor to your interest so what you want to go into later and your advisor really helps you chalk that plan out when you're a freshman and then you can keep adding it's like a dyna- dynamic process that way uh, i ended up choosing uh, clinical psychology as my future um speciality so then i took classes like psychotherapy uh statistics and research methods uh i took some uh, cross cultural diagnosis classes and things like that you know that would be good for me um but also a good thing is that to finish a psychology major at deloitte you need to take some classes outside psychology depending on what you want to do so i took human biology uh because i wanted to concentrate on health too but in a similar way you can cl- take classes about um race and class or about um even economics sometimes and so sociology classes you know to based on what you want to do later so i feel like Great. that way it's so really you, yeah. so do you also have a senior year thesis requirement which mm-hmm. you have so you have capstones so capstones are like um, the high level classes that you you get into only if you are um, interested or you've done some prerequisites in that in that case for me it was psychotherapy where you learn counseling skills um but for some it, it is a thesis where they can design their own thesis for some it's uh, even a community project where they go out and volunteer or intern at a, like counseling clinic and stuff so yeah that was actually going to be my next question mm-hmm. it has to be some practicum also right mm-hmm. so what are the opportunities you sort of did to sort of explore how you put things into practice in mm-hmm. clinical psychology 
internships yeah. or research mm. and such that. So Beloit College, to get a degree, you need to uh, fulfill a liberal arts and practice requirement, which is you doing something outside the classroom. Um, for me, it was actually an English course. Uh, it's called Beloit Fiction Journal, where a bunch of students edit our college's um, fiction journal. Uh, but I also did an internship and the research project that I talked about earlier, uh, which was a part of my psychology major. I interned with Umid Counseling Services in Calcutta. Um, and I was working under a bunch of clinical psychologists and I did a study on depression. Uh, and that translated to credits back at Beloit College. And then the, the research project I talked about, about uh, decolonizing psychology, which was me making a database of literature. Those are things that I did, but people do a lot more different things. Sure, you also sort of uh, stumbled upon or kind of by design maybe went into creative writing. How was mm -hmm. that? What was the inspiration and how was that journey? It was honestly beautiful. In the beginning, I just ended up taking one English class because I felt like I couldn't get into introduce psychology my first semester, actually. So I had no psychology class for one semester. So I ended up taking English classes. Uh, and I loved it. Just the professors, the material, the way they taught it, you know, like I would go into class and I would forget that time exists. And I think that's a, that's a good sign. Like that means that you're enjoying the class you're in. And then I just decided to declare the major. I decided if I couldn't finish it later, you know, I could just make it a minor or something. But I ended up completing, I ended up taking more classes than I had to. And honestly, it's been such a personal journey, you know, especially with the creative writing, with the professors, the classes and everything. You end up making a community, a classroom, especially in like workshop classes. That's a thing in small colleges, definitely where you basically share your work with everybody in the class and then you take time and you, everybody critiques your work and, and that way you get to know strangers in such a personal way uh, and i think that that's really nice i really grew as a writer in general and a person even because of that okay that's amazing so tell us a little bit about uh, the sorority and other social groups that you joined on campus so uh, yeah. How was how was it like, and you know the vision or the myths people have about sororities, especially in a smaller school? What is the need of a Greek system, uh, other than the social and maybe the partying aspect? What 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 did that actually turn out to be for you? Right. So, I was getting, um, I guess, in the beginning, you know, I was um, very open to making a lot of friends. I was open to trying new things because. Um, you know, I specifically remember in high school, you know, you, you kind of, because I, I went to school, the same school from when I was two to when I was 18. So I had the same group of friends my whole life and I was excited to branch out. So I just, I was a little brave. I walked into this sorority that in the beginning was all white, completely white. And I had no idea what to expect, but on the first day itself, I met the girl who ended up being my big. And it was it was very different than what I'd expected because, you know, even though I grew up like learning so much about what happens in colleges in America, you know, movies and social media and everything, it was very different. Everybody was sweet, um, especially my sorority, Kappa Delta. You know, on the first day we were told that, you know, all the hazing and everything that you see, we don't do that. Our nationals don't allow that. 
Um, there were rules and stuff, but I guess all of them were very reasonable. And, you know, I didn't know in the beginning going into it as an international student, sometimes you, you see yourself doubting yourself, like, is this even legal? Like, am I even supposed to do this on my visa? Uh, no, but yeah, it was great. I went in there, I made a lot of, lot of friends, you know, I ended up visiting some of them in their hometowns and everything. Um, I actually felt like I made a good difference there. And I would say that to anybody watching this who's scared of that life, that go in, sometimes maybe you can bring them a perspective that they haven't seen before. You know, once I went in there, we started talking more about how um, homogeneous the group of people was, and we started to recruit more openly. And now we have so many more people open to joining this because we started to educate our campus about, okay, this is not just for a certain group of people. And you know the whole partying thing and all that, it wasn't really a thing for me because Capadata isn't allowed to have parties. But in general, um, on a small college campus, I visited some more too. I, I don't think you can expect anything you have in big colleges, but it's something really special when people actually party. You know, it feels very close. That's great. I think uh, <clears throat> it's part of the social life and uh, sort of binding people together to meet mm -hmm. outside of the whole academic conversation, mm -hmm. which yeah. dominates your workday. Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic. So tell me a bit about uh, your plans going forward. I know <clears throat> things are pretty uncertain for everyone who's graduating this year. Mm -hmm. What are your plans and how are you dealing with uncertainty? So I guess um, I wasn't prepared going into this. I had plans, especially for international students, when you become a senior, you start thinking about, okay, do I want to stay here? Do I want to go back? Do I want to go somewhere else? And for me, I feel like I spread my wings too far. When I started studying for my GRE last year, I applied to schools in the US and the UK. And I also started to look for jobs and everything. I was going like full speed, but then everything was cut short by Corona and I did get into all the schools I applied to. I applied for master's programs in clinical mental health counseling. But now the funding, like, you know, I got an assistantship, but it's not short anymore. So that's why I've decided to go back home. And I'm now going to work as a marketing manager for AVR Enterprises in Kolkata. It's going to be what I do for now. but. Actually, I'm trying to look at the positive side of this. I may change my mind from master's and straight away apply for a PhD next year because I do want to be a clinical psychologist. But yeah, I'm trying to make the best of what has been given to us today. That's, yeah, so it's definitely the positive frame of mind. In fact, you've answered part of my next question. Uh, I was about to ask you uh, what three words or adjectives would you pick to describe your strengths? Mm -hmm. uh, so we already know positivity, but yeah, if you want to share maybe yeah. a few more. Um, I would say resilience. Um, I'm an English major, I should be better at this. I feel like I'm resilient, I am uh, hardworking and um, I take initiative. Okay. Yeah. Super. Next one is if you were to look at your high school, college life, uh, 
what were embarrassing moments or mistakes you've made or failures you learned something from? What was the reflection? Hmm. Um, I guess embarrassment, I wouldn't say that much. I feel like mistakes. Um, did you say high school too? Because that whole yeah, thing, <laughs> high school, the only issue is I was too scared to break apart from the group of people I was around and be different in any way, you know. It feels like the end of the world sometimes to do something different. But I think in college, that's the one thing that I love to do. Be different, do different things, um, start things, you know. I, I actually founded like the South Asian Students Association at my college because I realized that that's something we could do now because more people were coming there from South Asia. And, you know, one thing I would say is that when you go to a small liberal arts school from India directly out of high school, you may feel like you know everything, but you don't. Um, be it inclusive language, be it understanding other identities, be it understanding how to exist in that educational system. A simple thing like, I didn't know how to write to people when I first went into college. We were never taught about, you know, what AP is, what MLA is, let alone like what plagiarism is. <laughs> so these are things that I feel like in the beginning were very embarrassing that I would accidentally plagiarize or I would like mess up my formatting on my papers, or I wouldn't know what to say in certain social situations. The whole getting used to using a gender neutral pronoun or what a gender neutral pronoun is, or what a sorority is, or just small things like that, that you, you don't learn it in your culture. And you need to be open to it when you come to college, which I've realized with time slowly. And I feel like I've grown for the better because of that. Yeah. Great. So I have one more question for you, mm -hmm. and that's uh, about the COVID era. What has this uh, time taught you? I, you've touched upon it a little bit about remaining positive, but what were the, what are the few things you would do once things become close to normal, back to normal? Go to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's really terrible. Me and my roommate uh, just got a car this semester and we were going out and suddenly the world shut down. It was terrible. But honestly speaking, when I um, first heard that college was going to be shut down now, you know, that it won't be in person anymore, I just remember like, I just remember that feeling from like when I walked out of like a classroom for the last time and I didn't know it. And I just wish I could go back and sit in a classroom and say bye to the people I never get, got to say bye to. That comes with being a graduate in senior. I can't get all that back, but I'm hoping I can visit uh, maybe during um, reunion weekend or something like that later on. And I guess what I learned um, personally during this whole crisis time that we've had the past uh, few months is that how to put what you know into practice. So I do study psychology, I do study about mental health, but I went into, like I spiraled in the beginning too. It was too much to handle and I was anxious and I was coping in bad ways. But I think it gave me a good platform to help myself out, help my friends out um, by slowly deconstructing what's happening in my head, by actually using techniques I learned in the classroom 
in real life. So, you know, deep breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, or like progressive relaxation, or how to not um, try to normalize the situation and things like that. So I guess it helped me out in the beginning. I was really feeling it was difficult, but I put my mind to it. And yeah, I'm hoping this doesn't go on for a long time. But thanks, thanks for sharing and uh, also uh, being honest about what you were dealing <laughs> even after having studied psychology. But great tips, uh, I'm sure. Uh, uh, we'll find ways to invite you back to uh, webinars and panels uh, on different topics, studying in small mm -hmm. liberal arts colleges to studying psychology or creative writing. So uh, yeah, our viewers, we definitely want uh, Yashodra to participate uh, in our community and looking forward to seeing you back in India. All the best. Thanks.